This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Look, let me just stop looking out the window and instead tell you about a playlist that's been compiled of 20 songs yep. to give birth to. Interesting. Now, I was unaware of this phenomenon. I also have not been present for a single childbirth. No, neither have I. Other than my own. Would not have assumed. Yeah, and I don't remember my own either. I wouldn't assume. (laughs) I wouldn't assume that uh, the UE boom makes it into the delivery room. I have heard that, like, I know in opera on operations and stuff, because I've seen scrubs is also what I'm basing this on, but they take in, like, I know surgeons and stuff. And actually, I've got a friend who is, like, a, a surgical nurse. So she absolutely confirms that sometimes surgeons will take in, like, Boom boxes or something, yeah. and just listen to music while they're. Surely you take in the Sonos for that. You don't yeah, take in yeah, a UE boom. No, you don't. I yeah. love a UE boom. I've got two. Yeah. But I, you you want to take in the You take, yeah. take in the Sonos. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. Sonos. I don't even know how to say it. It's that classy. <laughs> That's how classy it is. <laughs> but I just don't. I feel like your mind is completely on giving birth. I yeah. don't think you want like distractions or like other random noises going off. I can't imagine it. They're a more oh. stressful thing to go no, through. So yes. I just. Let's have a look at the list. On top of the concept of it being odd to me, the songs they've chosen, from what I've heard from my friends who have given birth and the people I've spoken to have given birth, not the songs that you would pick. Mm. For example, at number six, Perfect by Ed Sheeran. I guess if you're trying to keep it calm, maybe. I don't know. I just don't know if this is it. (laughs) Is it it wrong of me to be thinking like heavy metal would be the way to go? Like, you know, you're you're going through something very, very arduous. Like, you're like pushing and you're like tensing muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would actually want to hear some Some Ramstein or something. (laughs) Amity Affliction or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, another song on the list um, is Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. I don't think anyone wants to listen to this song ever. Let alone when very strange, <laughs> very strange. Yeah. Producer Michael has nearly audibly made a noise yeah, of the yeah. slam on Tracy Chapman. It was really? completely uncalled for. I did not think. I also was... didn't think it was called for, but I wasn't going to make oh, that big a deal. I, I, yeah, I thought yeah. I was going to have strength in numbers. No, but yeah, okay, yeah, that was good. an unpopular call in the studio. Well, the th- the final song that I'll name, which is, comes at number nineteen, just under "I Won't Give Up" by Jason Mraz, is yeah, no Jason Mraz in the delivery room. Shallow by Lady Gaga. What? Wait, what? Maybe actually this one. Now that I hear it, you're like, she does get into like she, it. The yeah. diaphragm is being worked to its fullest yeah, extent. Yeah, Lady Gaga does really crank in. But I don't know if you're also singing while you're giving birth. Yeah, no, true. That's a good point. The song in here, because there's 20 of them. What if Bradley's voice would start to annoy you? Because you'd be, you'd be like, yeah, I'm getting into yeah. it. And you're like, shut up, Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> this is my moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, enough, mate, enough. Back to the good stuff. There is one song in here that is... Uh, as the sand tiger mountain would say from Aladdin, mm. a diamond in the rough. That was very good. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the, the cave of this, wonders. That was fantastic. <laughs> now I can't speak for the rest yeah, of the show. Yeah. Is none other than, I'll say the artist, and I think everyone will be able to guess the song, Salt and Pepper with Push oh. It. Very good. Very good. I think it's very hard to maintain um, a tense environment and a bad mood whilst this song's playing. Yeah, I agree. Also, from what I've seen in TV and movies, they repeat this phrase quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you listen to Salt and Pepper. Push it, it, Salt and Pepper, in the delivery room. You know what? I'll allow that one. Can I add a late wildcard entry? Please. For the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Motivate the baby. That's what I think you need to do.
producer Mike's joining us in the studio. Good morning, mate. Good morning. Um, we never do this, so you know this is good. Uh, we were just talking about the list of songs that has been uh, announced as songs to give birth to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the top 20, and I ended it by saying uh, the animals... Would, would be a good one for the baby yeah, to motivate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, you have a better joke. That, yeah, because um, it's for the mum, because yeah, the mum's yeah, going yeah, through yeah, it all. Yeah, the baby yeah. doesn't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the one that the mum wants. It's JoJo's Leave Get Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a better song. <laughs> I just like, the end of you and me is a little grim. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I literally really uh, should have had you. Uh, yeah. He's the music expert. We should have handed <laughs> it over to Mike. How did we try and do um, this by ourselves? And we are getting a little mysterious this morning. That's exactly right. What you're going to do is get on the phone, 13 10 60. You'll choose either Josh or myself to leave the room. The other person will give you a word that you have to hide in a made-up 10-second story. Other person will come in. You'll tell them your story. If you successfully hide the word in that story without the other person being able to pick, you win. It's that easy. Tegan is on the line from Greenway. How are you, Tegan? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, well too. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling us so early this morning. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Pretty keen on these Australian Wildlife Park passes, but also you're keen to get a bit mysterious. So who would you like to have leave the room for the mystery mention? I'm going to pick Ned to leave today. Okay, Ned. All I'm doing is leaving. Okay. (laughs) Very good. Good, Tegan, laugh. Yes, Tegan. Okay, um, Tegan, just we just have to have a quick chat because Ned is on this absolute kick at the moment and he's he's correct that I just pick things in this room as the code word. So today I'm going to give you the code word sunglasses. There are no sunglasses in this room. It is not a day where you would wear sunglasses, so I think this is going to be out of left field. Are you confident with that word? Do you think you're going to be able to hide it in a sentence? I think so. I'll give it a go. Yeah, well, I'm going to expand that out. I don't know why I said sentence. You get a whole story. You don't just have to get it in one sentence, okay? So you've got the freedom. Ned, come back into the room. Back into the room. All right, Tegan is ready to go. Consider doing my taxes. I was yeah, there. it was a bit of time. Long. There was a bit of time. We had a bit of a chat. <laughs> no, that's, um, I love it. All right, Tegan, take it away. So I took my family down to the beach, um, down at Batemans Bay, and we drove all the way, took our hat, our sunglasses, our beach towels, mm. but we forgot the beach buckets and mm. the shovels for the kids to build the sandcastles. You know what? That'll do. Mm. That will absolutely do. Well done. Yeah, very good. Very good. Mm. Mm. Now let's get mysterious again, Ned. What very good. are you thinking this morning? I'm thinking the entire story is made up because I don't... Well, actually, I only got in on Sunday, so I don't know how, what the weather's nah, been the weather's like. pretty nice at certain yeah. points, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you've actually, you've like almost frazzled me because there were too many things. And every yeah. time I picked a word, I was like, oh, no, it was that word. And then I forgot the first mm-hmm, word. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go over the very last word and say castle. Brown, it was sunglasses. Sunglasses, oh, it, was, it was indeed. That was the first one that sparked my attention. And then I thought of another one yeah. and I forgot what sunglasses was. I will Very say, well done, we Tegan. also, beautiful work, Tegan. We misdirected with Ned because uh, none of those items are in this room. So you've done yes, very, you've done, done very, very well this morning. That's how I was screwed. I was, I was like, sure. I can't see any of that here. Australian <laughs> Wildlife Parks, W Fun at Mogo Wildlife Park. You can visit mogowildlifepark.com.au. Uh, well done, Tegan. You're well off done. free. Thank you. No, you, thank you for giving us a call this morning to play the mystery mention. I'll say uh, not as predictable as you think. Honestly, I'm very impressed. Probably will be again next week. (laughs) Fair enough. Very, very interesting indeed. Uh, Yes, hello. Um, It's a bit cold where I am. Well, no, 
Sherlock, you've called the snow hotline. Frosty, the, the snow hotline, and it's open again. We know it's snowing in Moncrief, but Alex is on the line right now. How are you, Alex? Well, thank you. Alex, Fantastic. is it snowing somewhere other than Moncrief? I've uh, just driven in on the Barton Highway from Yash, yep. and there's snow on the road. That's wow. crazy. This, this should is, not be happening. This is wild. I this keep looking outside to see if it's... It's definitely not snowing outside here. No, Christ, no snow. Yeah, no snow in Christ, but yeah, just snow is, zone. Yeah, it's, it's a snow. If you are terrified of the snow, mm-hmm. you have refuge here. You can come to Christ. Fascinating. You've called the snow hotline. Lachlan, Lachlan from Hall, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, where's... It's snowing near you. It's snowing in Hall on the road at. No, I was going to say on the Barton Highway. Highway as well. You, you nailed all of the information. Fantastic. You nailed it, Lock. Well Fantastic, done, Lachlan. Uh, this is amazing. Yeah. The fact we're even opening the snow hotline is incredible. It's a little scary, but yeah, let's not think too much about that. Uh, let's more move on to who your dad giving you odd compliments. Oh my god. Well, yes. Feel free to call if you see yes. any snow anywhere else. By the way, the but snow yeah. hotline's always open. Um. Michael's in here as well, and I just wanted to talk uh, amongst a shared group of friends yeah. um, that we all are. We're a, we're, a, we're a show. We do everything together. It's great. And you said is, we're friends, and then you said we're work colleagues, essentially. So, we, but this is it. This we're su- such good friends that we do this radio show. Yeah, um, we're good friends become good co-workers. My dad. <laughs> I saw my dad two weeks ago at my grandma's 80th birthday. Yeah. And for those of you who are keeping track, Rock and Robin is not on the show as often as she used to be. Very much alive. Still alive. Very much 87. Yeah. So um, this is Dorothy. Dorothy the dinosaur. Do- my 80-year-old grandma. Jesus, you shouldn't call her that, man. Yeah, no, probably. And I did it at her <laughs> birthday, too. She didn't appreciate it. Um, I get what you're saying, but yep, it's just not yep. when you're 87. Um, <laughs> my dad, I wore... So Carrie and I went together, and the family, most of the family had never met Carrie before, yep. and she was looking lovely. She had, like, a nice dress on, and I thought, you know what? I can't really wear a hoodie and jeans to my grandma's 80th. It's at, it's at a winery. So I got some chinos, got my, my, got my fancy boots that I wear, and put on a nice dress shirt. And, yeah, dad, dad of all people, mm. gave me the most compliments on the day. He was like looking very suave. Yeah. Ooh, and kept saying to Carrie, thank you for your influence. This is much yeah. better than what we are, blah, blah, blah. All those kinds of jokes. But he literally yesterday on the phone opened it back up again and said to me, said, you were dressed, you looked very handsome and were dressed quite well for a 30-year-old. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> So that's the only really needed the first part of that. That's the compliment. He said, your mother and I thought you looked quite handsome and you were dressed very well for a 30-year-old. Only needed the first part of that. That's a a complete uh, compliment. Can I... Craig, your dad. Nothing else needed to come after that. Let's get a 25-second from you, Michael, on what you think he was trying to get at. I think he was trying... Be brave. Be brave. While Michael's doing this... You want me to be brave? Yeah, I want you to be brave. What do you think he was trying to say? While Michael is doing this, and I know you will, can you pull up a photo of what you look like just so Michael and I have a reference? Yeah. Of of the the attire. I actually didn't take a photo on the day. No, No, I I promise there was no photo on the day. You got a compliment and you didn't take the photo photo I will just... uh, Josh is rarer than Bigfoot, and this is why we only have shaky cam footage of it. Yeah, no, there is no photo of me in that outfit. So, Michael, what do you think? What I will say from the information that you've provided it sounds like your dad says hmm. nine times out of ten you dress like crap <laughs> yeah okay all right now uh, mm. good 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 recap what yeah. do you think ned because the 30 year old thing is the thing that makes the least sense i think it, he i i i tend to agree with michael that it's it's like uh not acting your age but you're dressing your age yeah because okay. currently you're wearing a street fighter shirt which i as a 27 which is not much better think mm. is rad yeah yeah but 
this is it. It's like, when's the cutoff for wearing things that are cool? I, I think the problem here is, I agree with what Ned's saying. I don't think it was like you dress like crap. I think it was like you dress age inappropriate. Yeah. Like you dress age inappropriate. And I think that the, the at the end of this is a question of when. When do you stop wearing things you just like yeah. because you're too old? When do you go from cotton on to rivers? When do you make yeah. when do you make that switch? Like, yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. When does that switch occur? Do you ever just found out where Josh's budget is? Yeah. <laughs> but I, no, I think yeah, there's there was no hill figure mentioned there. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, when you go from culture kings to Tommy Hilfiger. That's not something I'm considering. It's cotton onto rivers. I think there's like a middle ground where it's like, but maybe between thirty to fifty you have to dress sensible because my dad's in his sixties and he just wears Batman shirts all the time. So but when I look back on him when he was in that age of 30 to yeah. 50, put it together. Flannels, at least, a button-up. He was putting himself together, some polos every now and again. This will be a deep cut. I don't know if this story even exists anymore, but my dad loved to shop at Colorado. He loved it. <laughs> I, I, I remember Colorado. You, remember Colorado. you just said, I love Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I didn't maybe, want to say that out maybe, loud, yeah, but I did, I did enjoy Colorado. It's time to go to Colorado. <laughs> very, very painful uh, compliment. Backhand there, dress appropriately yeah. for a 30-year-old. It made all the more painful by when I said to Carrie, what do you think he meant? She goes, I know what he means. She goes, that hoodie you're wearing is very bright. That's what she said. Josh, um, there is a school in Hobart, uh, Tasmania that is, uh, that is, they try to do a little bit of a fun exercise, put on something like a, a fun day for the kids yeah, there. Okay. They, I think, accidentally reported it a little too well. And it's been picked up by news stories all across the world and people are freaking out because they think it's real. Okay, so what's what, what was the event that what the school did? What yeah. is that they wanted to hold like a bit of a science day where they were like, it was called the Science Discovery Day. And what they figured that they would do is in the car park, they would hire a bunch of people to dress up like scientists. They're in the hazmats. I think they might be the teachers, the science teachers. They're in hazmat suits, they're wearing goggles. They've got lab coats and stuff because there is a huge meteorite that has crashed through the ground in the car park. They've rigged up smoke machines so oh, that there's fantastic. like smoke coming out of it. Love when schools go to this much effort. It looks amazing. It looks this is so the cool. stuff that as a kid you remember for the rest of your life. Oh, you do. You I remember when our, our school did something along these lines. Yeah. I remember it for... I, I, I still remember what it was like. It was amazing. But this is what I mean. These kids are like... Their imagination is going to be taken over. They're yep. going to probably want to learn about meteorites and space and all of this cool stuff, especially with everything in the news at the moment. Unfortunately... The Tasmanian school made it, I guess, a little too realistic because they put up a social media post that says, breaking news, a meteorite has struck the front of our school. The authorities are here. Please stay clear of this area while they conduct their investigations. Yes. Hashtag Discovery Day. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of people out there with clipboards writing stuff down. Yeah. Unfortunately, due to, I guess, maybe loss of translation or like the dramatic nature of the way that they reported it, a lot of international news stories have picked this up and have reported that a meteorite nearly crashed straight through a primary school. Yeah. Very luckily it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is kind of caught on like wildfire and people going, oh my God, this is absolutely incredible. The Tasmanian police, this is also maybe why the police Facebook pages shouldn't joke around because the Tasmanian police also got wind of this and they posted about it when going, oh my goodness, 
keep clear. Mm. Uh, hashtag learning. Hashtag yeah, it's, uh, hard to, it's hard to intend an audience on the internet yeah. because everyone can see it. So and it's not like everyone's going to get this joke. Yeah. It's like, well, do you mean everyone on earth though? Because yeah. that's that's no your way. audience with the internet. Exactly. The thing here is, I find most fascinating is that there is a teacher out there somewhere. There is a teacher, maybe even a vice principal, maybe a subject coordinator, maybe mm. the head of science at that school, who is so good at creating a prop meteorite, meteorite yep. that they need to be working in Hollywood right now. Obviously. They've missed their calling to yeah. a level which I can't possibly... And the social media team for that school need to be working in marketing right now. They are all, all missed their callings. They're all apologising. Yep. No, 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 you're in the wrong field. Get in touch with James Cameron. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> this is our secret sound of spring this morning. Get on the phone with Very your guesses. Good. If you know what that is, you can get on your phone with your guesses and we might be able to give you that pack to go to Floriad 131060's number to call. But, Ned, um, going to do a quick one, quick warning. This contains quite a bit of toilet-related conversation. Yeah. Uh, and it is gross. So if you are eating breakfast right now, maybe... Give us like four to, four to five minutes. There is a lady who is 51 years old. Her name's Amanda. And she was having a nap. Uh, she's having an afternoon nap in Bristol over in the UK. Now, okay. this story does come from a news source over in the UK, yep. um, which means that they found out about this. And I'm telling you, with the amount of photos they have of this, the news story... News source have found out about the following story from Amanda herself. Okay. The lady involved has told the news this story. All right. She has a uh, she has a pet chihuahua. Okay? Okay, great. Love it. During her afternoon nap she was sleeping and she started to realise sleeping with her mouth open oh. only after she only after the dog Go on. You, you, this is your story. You dog, can't back out the, now. The dog bell defecated in her mouth. <laughs> yes, that is the technical term for what's happening here. Now, unfortunately, this was not uh, solid. Uh, and the reason I know that, again, is because there's a photo of her face covered in this that she has sent along with this story. Anyway, the story gets worse because the dog ended up having to go to the vet. So, obviously, she started vomiting. She yeah. tried to, you know, she couldn't said, here is a quote from her. It was disgusting. I couldn't get the taste out of my mouth. Yep. Yep. That's disgusting. That so, is but then, one of the foulest things I've ever heard. This is how much this woman loves her dog, though. The dog was quite unwell. So she's taken, after this has happened, the dog to the vet. Oh. She's, by the way, still vomiting. And the dog is now also vomiting. The dog has a stomach bug, has this really rare thing. The dog's now on antibiotics. Yeah. And Amanda's gone, I probably should go to the hospital as well. Yeah. Because I also can't stop it. She's got the same stomach bug as the dog not, from the dog pooping in her mouth. Yeah, not the, uh, not the hygiene house I'd want to live in. It certainly just, seems like something's going around that house. The thing here at the end of all of this, all right? The thing here at the end of all of this is uh, there's a photo of this woman with it. With I, like, the dog poo. The, she sent this photo. She has told this story to the news. It says here at the end here, the dog, um, this is something doctors, quote, had never witnessed before. I bet. I None absolutely of us had ever bet. None of us needed it? to. How much money, Yeah, this is the question now, how much money would a news outlet need you to pay? Say you were telling this story to a yeah. friend and their friend was sitting at the table with yeah. you. You've never really met their friend before. Yep. They're like, oh my God, I actually work for X and X newspaper. 
can we please talk about that story? Yeah. Because that I've never heard of that happening yeah. before. How? Because that's that's the only way I can imagine this story has come to the forefront. How much would you, being Amanda in this scenario, how much would you need to be paid to tell the world that yeah. your chihuahua pooped on you while you were sleeping? I'm not kidding. And provide photos of it. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. Document the whole thing. I'm not kidding. I would need to stay a millionaire for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I actually think is, I feel like everyone kind of has this thing where like. Something mm. will happen to you mm. maybe when you buy yourself and you're like, this is something no one else will ever, ever, ever hear. Yep. I've got maybe three of them. Things that have just happened to me and I'm like, that's going to the grave with me. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely makes the cut. Yep. This is one of the five that you go, no one's around. It's just mm-hmm. me and this dog. And now I'm going to the grave with yep. this. And the, and the stories are along the same lines, by the way. They're toilet related. It's like, well, I farted while I was at my home once. And it wasn't a... It, you don't tell I, that I don't need to, You don't need to tell anyone. You don't need to tell anyone. One of my favourite movies... You know what? Yes, one of my top really? one of my top fifty favorite movies. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Is Snakes on a Plane with Samuel L. Jackson? Could you name fifty movies? Yeah, I can absolutely. <laughs> Off the top of my head, we'll do it now. No, uh, yeah, Snakes on a Plane is one of my favorite. It's so completely and totally absurdly That's stupid. Ridiculous. It's like and Sharknado, I, and I kind of hate snakes. Yeah. So this is like an actual bit of fun for me because it's like a safe distance for a thing that I'm scared of. But it's also something I'm scared of in such a dumb way. Yeah, it's like if Jaws was just silly. That's kind of how it is. It's like Sharknado. It's yeah. like if they yeah, were like, perfect. hey, whoops, we got the tor- tornado went over. I had a bunch of sharks and now hammerhead of fire sharks are hitting your roof. Or so I thought. You thought it was too unbelievable? I thought snakes being on a plane, too no unbelievable. But what has actually happened mm. in Brisbane Airport is that there are a bunch of passengers that have seen a snake slithering along underneath some chairs at a gate. Mm-hmm. And they believe it's an Eastern Brown Snake. That's really the one you don't want. Yeah, absolutely. Eastern Brown Snake is probably the worst one to find anywhere close to people. I also just love that at the moment, due to all the aviation crises we're kind of having, um, this snake could not get on the plane. Mm. Seemingly was unable to get board his plane. They delayed his flight. He didn't know what delayed. gate he was at. Yeah, uh, yeah, they late, lost his baggage. It's a late gate change. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I, just, I, I think that this is hilarious that we've got snakes at the gate. Yeah. Not snakes on a plane. Snakes yeah. at the gate. Snakes at the gate. <laughs> snakes at the gate is very funny. I also like, I've seen in this news story that they've reported a Brisbane airport spokeswoman confirmed a, qualif- a qualified snake catcher had to be called in. Not just someone who's like, ah, I've seen one before. Yeah. 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 Why not? I've held one of the wooden ones. I'm sure this one's not much different. I don't like the idea of having to confirm the person was qualified. It's like, yeah, of if course they were. If you're one of Australia's, like, eight major airports, yeah. you only call qualified <laughs> state Especially catchers. in Queensland. You only call qualified <laughs> ones. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a guy who plays NFL. Uh, that's all you need to know for this story. And that the NFL is the National Football League dot, 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 of America. Yep. It's the mm-hmm. American one. Uh, he has one of uh, one of his games over the weekend against Tom Brady, which is like the, the best NFL player. He's the GOAT or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But he's one against them, which is pretty incredible. And so after the game... Uh, Tom Brady just play by himself now? Yep. That's yeah. it. He is He is the yeah. Tampa Bay pop, uh, Buccaneers. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he just it. is. It's him by himself now. <laughs> He's like, everyone else is dead weight. Everyone I'm there 50. Yeah, I'm the GOAT. I'm yeah. the greatest of all time. All right, then play against yeah. a full team on Let's your own. Go, Let's then. see how this works. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, they won against them. It was actually pretty impressive. I think it was not really expected from a lot of people. So after the match, people went up to Aaron Rodgers and were like, hey, give us some insight. What helped you? What, what got you across the line? 
And he said that a couple of times during the game, he looked up at the Jumbotron, so yeah. the huge screen that they have, and he noticed that there was like an uncalled infraction a few times that he was like, huh. And then at the very last minute of the game, when it was like the deciding two points between them, went and told an official, and they were like, oh, yep, that's a five-second delay, won them the game, apparently. He's like, I probably wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have seen it if they don't show you in enormous zoomed-in detail what goes on on the Jumbotron. I probably would not have even seen what happened. I always am fascinated by this. Like, when you watch um, when you watch the footy on TV, I'm always fascinated by what the control room would look like. Because yeah. there's so many graphics and so many statistics and so many... But if you actually, and I'm a bit nerdy about this stuff, if you look at the Jumbotron of an American sports stadium... You don't have to wonder what the control room would look like because they just throw it up on the Jumbotron. Yeah. So every stat about the game, how every player is yeah, doing, because yeah. the screens are so big, they've got the room to put all, just of, put it all of it there. on there. So that's fascinating to know. Now players are looking going, huh, oh, interesting, it's, interesting. It's just, he was like... I don't even think people at home need to need no, to see no. this stuff. He's like, they don't need to know what Tom Brady is thinking of doing in five plays yeah. time because he's like, that also tells me and you know things because you've spoken to the coach yeah. of his team and you've spoken to him probably. I haven't spoken to him. Mm. But now I know up there that in five plays time he's going to do this and I can go and tell my team. He's like, I don't know if people at home even care about this it's kind of stuff. It's a cheat code. It's like a it's cheat sort code. Of, it's like a, well, I'll tell you what it is. It's like when you I don't, It's like when you used to do split screen on your PlayStation as a yeah. kid and then you'd always be like, stop staring at my screen. You're looking at where I am. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly like, like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> and I honestly understand I would be very mad if I was Tom Brady because I used to get pissed at that. I love stats when I'm watching sport though. Yeah. I do love stats because I'm not a big sport guy so I enjoy getting in the minutiae of yeah. it all. So, but maybe just start putting up stats that don't matter yeah. up on the jumbo screen. 100%. Just taking a look at Tom Brady's jockstrap humidity right now. He's probably a little chafed. I'm going to say there's some moisture down there. Very uncomfortable for I'd him at the moment. He's got some soggy feet at the moment. Unbelievable <laughs> conditions. It's pink. Hit 104.7. Can I just say quickly before we get any further into this, this is very niche, very behind-the-scenes gear. Um, we've had a tech thing go on in the studio in the last yeah. 24 hours. It's all fixed now, but you're now coming through a different microphone channel than you used to be. Yeah. There will be times this morning where I don't turn your microphone on because yeah. I turned the wrong one on. It's, well, I can I'm change. unlearning five years of habits. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to go one and two and not one and three, and that's a huge problem, to I be honest. I feel like it'll make it easier for you, though, because you're using, like, yeah, you, no, you don't have to better. separate your fingers as much. It's better. It's just going to take a while. Yeah, it's going to yeah, take yeah. a while. Uh, Josh, something that's different in my life is that I recently adopted a dog. His name is Lenny. He's adorable. Uh, love him. Great. Good. Objective. But yeah. <laughs> he's great. No, yeah. he's adorable. Oh, oh I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's fine. You apparently just, you just chosen, won't have to see him anymore. Apparently I've chosen drama this yeah, morning. Yeah. I'd like to no, start that's a okay. fight. You just don't have to see him anymore. And you won't. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, yeah. No, you won't ever see him again. So that's fine. You will You'll forget what... you never see Lenny again. <laughs> you really won't. Uh, especially if you're going to talk to him about, about him like this. He's was, not even in the room. There's more singing about him, man. Yeah. No, a cascader. You, you wouldn't dare talk about him like that in the room because I'll sick him on you. Yeah, he's scary. <laughs> he's a little scary. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Lenny has been great. And uh, the last couple of nights, I've very much enjoyed. Yeah, we've just been like watching TV and he's like really snuggled up and it's yeah. been very, very cute. Uh, but last night I decided that I was going to start watching the Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix series that stars Pete, uh, no, Evan Peters, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, really good. I'm enjoying it so far. It's insanely creepy and honestly terrifying. Yeah, well, it's based on true events. It's, that makes it all the more scary. And yeah. it's like how close 
how many times he they was so close, yeah, right. and then it's just through, mm. ah, you, ah, get out of here, you little scamp. You don't uh, want to think about that stuff very it, often. Yeah, yes. I try not to think about it, but it's quite hard. And so, uh, look, at the end of all of this, I I was kind of enthralled. So I was going to watch one episode because they go for like 50 minutes. Mm. I ended up watching three. Wow, so yeah, you've gotten in. I was, it was about a quarter to 11, and I was like, all right, it's time for bed. Sleepy time. Turned the lights off in my apartment, and I had a weird flicker of like... I live by myself. You do live by yourself, yeah. Huh. Not in an apartment building. No. That being said, Jeffrey Dahmer lived in an apartment building. Didn't really stop him from doing anything. Yes. So I was like, don't love this feeling. Yeah. And then I guess, because Lenny, he's been curling up on my lap on the couch, which is great, and he's been falling completely asleep, and I watch him have those little doggy dreams, which are the cutest things ever. He wants to run. And he's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's having little chats to himself. I love it. It's super cute. But that usually means that when I get up to go to bed, he's like, oh, we're, we're up. It's, the, it's yeah. a new day. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, have a look outside, mate. A new it's- day has dawned. <laughs> no, it has not. Yeah. Have a look. See how it's still dark out? We're going back to sleep. But he's obviously very excited because he's just been like, I don't know, asleep for an hour and then we're going to go. Last night he decided it was an appropriate time and he's only done it twice in my apartment before. Mm. Hit the zoomies. Really wanted to just run around my apartment, and any time I looked at him, he would do the thing where he stops and goes, and then run around yeah. again, which I can't explain how much was putting me on edge mm. after just watching four hours of how Jeffrey Dahmer dissected and ate people. Yeah. I was like, I know I really don't want this kind of energy in my apartment at the moment. The great news Can for you, you, chill out. The great news for you is uh, you're still surrounded by a bunch of other houses. Yeah. Um, Carrie and I, uh, she's got a freestanding house with yeah. a bunch of trees around. Yeah. And last night, at about the same time, which is kind of interesting, a cat, a possum, a fox, yeah. an alien, something <laughs> started screaming. Like just started. It wasn't a oh person, but it was like. <laughs> Yeah. And we did not get back to sleep for about an hour and a half. Yeah. You really shouldn't watch this thing. No, then. I'm not going to watch anything <laughs> scary moving forward. <laughs> right Just now, to the chagrin of my dog who it, barely got a walk yesterday. Yeah, not get one today. <laughs> it's 10 degrees in Scullin. Yeah, uh, Josh. My friend Jamie... Lenny the dog will never know that. He'll never know what temperature it is outside today. (laughs) I might let him out onto the doorstep of my apartment. That's it. Uh, No, Josh, my friend Jamie, um, he lives in a share house with a bunch of other people on a street with a bunch of other houses. Yep. He... I don't even think... His detail would be described as nauseating. Yeah, I would imagine so. But I just don't really know how to get into it. Other than he's not really sure who this is. He just knows what's happening. There's a a bit of an incident occurring. There's a bit of an incident of just... It's not even... I guess it is sort of arrogance, but it's more just like... Nah, try and stop me. No one's going to do anything about mm-hmm. it, so let's have a crack. Mm-hmm. On uh, where Jamie lives, there's like a it's like a two-car garage, but there's three people that live in the house. So one of them always has to park on the road, and a lot of the other cars on the street also have to park on the road. Yeah. So it's kind of first in, best dressed. Um, a lot of places around Canberra starting to do this. You'll yeah. see land being used, and they're, they're foregoing a garage. Yeah. You just know how we just park on the road. It's, it's like, we'll just park over here. It's, it's becoming like, a trendy thing to do. Yeah, and I don't know if it's... Whatever I would want, but that's certainly the way it seems like it's headed. Uh, you kind of just need to show up. Jamie, he's a school teacher, so he gets to kind of like he doesn't have great hours for getting a primo park. So sometimes he's got to mm. park like a block away, which yeah. seems like it sucks because then I guess every day you're going around the block to see if your car is still there every day. Um, but his neighbours have decided that's not going to be for us. Okay, we're not going to park a block away. As a matter of fact, we're not even going to park more than two houses down. They've set up four witches' hats. In the 
the space of where a car would park. Oh, my God. Just on the road. Yeah. And just left them there. I have a tremendous amount of respect for that. It's just people yeah. who are like, I dare you to call me on yeah, this. Yeah, no, that is... I wh- dare you to do because something about it. Because witches hats bring such a such an air of like, well, is that for it's a reason? Is yeah. that for a reason? Yeah. Who put them there? What's Why going on? Why Oh, I'd take it to the next level. I'd get like some stencil letters and stencil the name of the council onto the witches hats. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah that's really good, Yeah, because then that way, like spray paint them on, no one's ever going yeah. to go, oh, that's just Tom and Marge who live in that house there. They're yeah. going to go, oh, it's the council. Something must be must be a gas leak in this specific car park. <laughs> just right here. Just right here. I also, I mean, how long do you get away for it parking the same car in the same spot and then the witches' hats are only there gone when you're there? Yeah. People would start to think you were probably a government official and this yeah. is just like well, the other a side decree of, you've made. The other side of this coin, too, is because I would for a long time think, oh, I must just be missing when it's fixed. And yeah, somebody yeah. Somebody snags that park. Everyone, they get every time. I, it would take me a long time to work out it's the same car every time. Yeah, they keep snagging true. that park. The problem, the stencil thing, I would have undone myself there because someone will call the council and they'll go, we have no idea what's going on there. <laughs> they go, ah, that sounds like someone's impersonating us. We'll get straight on that. The balls. This is this is arrogance. It's at, at a level arrogance, that yeah. I have to tip my hat to. This is just tremendous. I would absolutely love to be gutsy enough to do this kind of selfish behaviour. I think it's arrogance that comes with old age. Yeah, okay. like, you think it's an older person. Yes. I think it's someone who's over the age of maybe 60 who's yep. like, what are you going to do? I've earned this. I've earned this. The amount of tax I've paid yeah, in my life, yeah. I should have a car park wherever the I want. The government should give me a car. What the hell are you <laughs> talking about? A car park. I will say it is still a neighbour from hell, and there's a clear reason why we've seen an uptake in these stories. Tracy's not on the case anymore. Tracy, she's not hosting a current affair. Batman has disappeared. Neighbours from hell <laughs> soups on for all of them. That was the Ned and Josh, Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.